for having me. I'm excited to be here. My name is Aileen Torres, and I am president and CEO of A-plus event production company based on Miami Beach. Uh, we've been here for about six years and making relationships. This is our third activation during Miami Swim Week. Um, and we are very excited about Pure Face Swim on Friday, July 7th, which is uh, just over a week away at the Bass Museum on Collins Avenue. So we are excited to share with you the experience. We have an amazing lineup of designers and we have put together a wonderful show that is gonna be a memorable experience this cycle. It's Kellen, and today, as you have heard, Miami is having another fashion show. You guys are not going to want to miss this one. I have Miss Torres, who on her part time, she might play as a model because if you see that photo, she's going to deny, I'm like, no, 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 but she's actually the one producing the show. So, we're going to get into the game. We might be um, brought in with the designer as well. We'll see how that works with time and everything. But, Miss Torres, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Tell folks when um, you gave up the crown of all the awards you won as a model. And, you know, I know you don't want to go back into that and whisking around on jets, jet setting. But how did you get into, you know, what you're doing now? Because like myself, you started or have a journalism background. So people want to know, how do you go from journalism to what you're doing now and everything in between? Well, let me set the record straight, first of all. I was not a jet setter model, any of that sort. I have done modeling. I have done a little bit here and there over the years, domestically and abroad, but nothing of a huge nature. So I, I don't want to overstate my experience, but thank you for that introduction. Um, how I got started, it's, it's really kind of one of those things that emerged out of COVID. I've been doing events for 25 years. I started in corporate in Xerox in New York City, where I'm from. And then I had an opportunity um, to do uh, political events. So I've done everything from corporate to social to political. And now I'm doing event production of the Miami Swim Week scale for the last three years. This is our third swim week. We are known for doing a very unique runway. The last two cycles previous to this one, we closed down a street and we erected a hundred foot runway in the street and we brought everyone to like a street vibe. Last year we had Genuine and uh, John B as entertainment, but this year we're elevating it. We're at the Bass Museum of Art at 2100 Collins and we have a runway that runs through the three main galleries of the first floor of the Bass Museum and it's going to be amazing. We're excited about it. We're excited to tell people about it and we are so excited about the show the lineup and all of the things that the designers have prepared now can you tell the people just so we're clear because um you know google chat gdp bard whatever people are using is there a difference between miami swim week and then i believe this event is uh swimweekmiami.net is the website i don't i just so people won't be confused and say hey let me get tickets uh do you know is it how that 
Yeah, so let me let me clarify it for you. Mm -hmm. So usually, um, usually every cycle prior to this one, swim week has been literally a week, five days. And there's a trade show at the Miami Beach Convention Center. And then there are other official industry events that surround that. So what has happened this year is there are several entities. Um, there was, you know, a court case that I am not a party to, but Paraiso, which is the standard bearer, they decided to launch the swim season in June, but the main activation is always the always in July, and it's surrounding the trade shows. So the official Miami Swim Week that is going on is from July 5th through July 10th, and there are several activations going surrounding that. Our activation is an official industry activation that is on the Swim Week calendar. So we are one of others of Swim Week events, but we are open to the public. So you don't have to be an industry insider to attend. And that is what makes us different. We remove that barrier of access to the regular Jack and Jill who want to come and have that front row fashion show experience. So that's what we're doing differently. One of the thank you, different. thank you for the clarification and for the audience, um, mainly our listeners, but the YouTube numbers, you guys can kick them on up and keep sharing it. Um, it's just like with the can events, you know, can has their film festivals, but there's um, when the black folks get together, <laughs> that's you know, since can hasn't highlighted you know fairly, um, yet, but hopefully one day they'll get there. There's various you know, things going on. So thank you for that. I just want them to go to make sure you look in the links so you can get the tickets for this event and Absolutely. have the proper, yeah, have the proper VIP experience because you can't come to me after and say, oh, I went to, no, 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 no. Yeah, hey, read, gotta read, Nita, check it out. Um, so, you know, going from being a journalist into the production side? Was it a natural thing where you just learned like you knew everybody, you know, you know who to call and you had other talents and skills that were just, you, maybe you were doing naturally and said, oh, I can monetize all of this. Like how did that transition work? Uh, that's exactly kind of how it is. You know, I have a set of a skill set that was mono, that I use in every facet of event production. Um, I was doing events in Xerox and corporate when it was a function of a job. It wasn't a job in and of itself. You know, I'm dating myself a little bit saying that, but it's the truth. It was just another function that I did as part of my regular duties. And I really enjoyed it. And I was good at that part of it. Then I went on to do journalism. Then I went on to do PR. Then I went on, I started doing all these other things. So when I came to my own company and decided to do event production, I definitely had a Rolodex, I had a network, I had, you know, relationships and experience, and I'm able to kind of pull on all those threads. And then I don't do this by myself. You know, I should say that from the beginning. Um, I, I've been able to put together a team of experts who execute at the highest level and, um, you know, my event coordinator, Talitha Nacimento, she has 15 years experience. Our head of production, Bernard G, he has another 25 years of experience doing event production. So together we create this 
event. It's a concept. We, we have a fairy theme this year. Um, the run-up show is a concept that we've developed over the last few cycles. And I'm very excited to have, you know, to get to this point. It has been a process. I'm using all of my skill sets and all of my intestinal fortitude to get through this cycle. But Definitely, it is a team effort. It's not just me alone. And it has taken all of the relationships that I have, all of the knowledge that I have, all of the skill sets that I have to pull it all together. Um, our graphic designer that's working with us, I worked with her over 10 years ago when I did the legislative booklet for the transition from one legislator, one legislative body to another in the VI. Um, there are several relationships that have been with me for years. So this is definitely a, a project and we're at a point in, in this where it's kind of a culmination of a lot of seeds that were planted years and years ago and they're starting just now to break through the cycle. I don't know if you're familiar with Malcolm Gladwell, but he wrote a book called Outliers and it is- He wrote it for me, actually. Is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry? He wrote it for me. Uh, I, I was just messing with yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so it, it's so beneficial, and it the point of all of it is it takes a lot of experiences and a lot of things to get you to success, and it takes ten years of doing something before you achieve success. And this is my eleventh year having my own business, so I really feel like all of the all of the experiences that I have had that have gotten us to this point have been beneficial and you will see the fruits of those labors on July. I love it. I, I love it. And, and please um, don't, when you say don't date yourself because you, I, you know, you worked on the Hill. I interned on the Hill after grad school, but I was out of there before you even began. So if you think you're old, man, you should see the dust coming off like, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. We won't talk age. Let, let's just agree to not oh, talk. I love it. I, I love it. It beats, you know, what a lot of people um, are under the ground six feet. So are, are cremated. So I, I, I talk. Yeah. I, I And that, you know, black don't crack. And I'm going to assume because of who you worked with, um, Senator uh, Lewis P. Hill, you might be Dominican. I don't know if you ever, if you say you're Dominican, island or black. We just, you know, I just call everybody black, and, you know. So Senator, he was my he was my best last boss. He's the last person I ever worked for in a job. And he, mm. he's a great, great man, wonderful statesman. He is from Dominica. So yeah. in the Lesser Antilles. So I, my father is uh, Puerto Rican and my mother was African-American. So I am an Afro-Latina from New York. I'm a New Yorkerican. So don't expect <laughs> me to be fluent in Spanish because that is not happening. Um, but I'm, I'm proud of my heritage and where I come from. And, um, you know, I hope that I represent that well. And that's also why, you know, we reach out to designers who reflect those values that I have and I share and who I am as a person. We have um, BIPOC it represented throughout, um, women of color, Latin, at, Last year we had an African woman, um, we have African-American, we have in terms of models, we have everyone included there. We have men, um, designers and models. We have different body styles, um, body types in the show. 
you know, the great thing about doing Miami Swim Week as opposed to some of the other traditional um, or other fashion weeks around the world is that Miami is all about the curvaceousness. It's, a, it's about the, you know, voluptuousness of the woman's body. So you can see high fashion and you can also see the very curvaceous models that, and you will see that in our, um, in our show, in our presentation. We let the designers pick because we believe that allowing them to pick their models lets them express their vision better. But we definitely had castings and we presented to them a database of models that ran the gamut. And they selected some and they have some of their own. So it's gonna be a great presentation. We're excited. I, I, I love it. And can you tell the people, cause I was so wanting to go, but um, there's other, you know, commitments that we've made and I wanted to go real, real bad, but hopefully on the next one, I'll be on your mailing list. And of course, Kat, you know, will have me, you guys, Kat, the, the people. Well, no, you should come down. No, you should absolutely come down. I, I think I'm leaving. I might be leaving shortly um, on the plane train or automobile, one of the two, um, because of a prior commitment. But I do. I I, I told her, I said, I want to go. And that, but is this um a family friendly event? Because I've been to like Nairobi Fashion Week and you know, you can bring kids all day, but there are some fashion shows you go to and you say, huh, no, kids can't come to this. This is this is one listen, that listen, 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 listen. This is swim week. <laughs> There are going to be bikinis that last year, last year, we had a designer send out a model with no bikini top. She just had a hat covering her and the bikini bottom and she sent her down the runway. So absolutely, you know, it, there are times when we have family friendly events. Our mm. show is not one of them. It is 21 plus. We are um, giving away alcohol. Uh, you know, we are, you know, the there's a bar there. So absolutely 21 and up. Um, but we, we do have family friendly events, you know, but this is mm. not this one. This is, it's a lot of fun, but it's very sexy and you never know what you're going to see. And we have designers like Jess Marquez and Giovanni um, who are, you know, they're avant-garde and they're used to doing, she's used to doing Art Basel. So you never know um, in terms of designs what they're going to do. Um, Additionally, we have Kafir Moyo, we have Bikini Beach Australia, and they're all very cutting edge and they like to push the boundaries. They're very creative. Um, we have Fleet, whose designs are beautiful. I she was with us last year as well as Bikini Beach Australia, and their designs are sleek, edgy, trendy, chic, sophisticated, but they all, what they all have in common is they celebrate the body. So, you know, you never know what you're going to see. And I don't want to take that responsibility of, you know, telling people, oh yes, bring your children. And then your children see something that they've never seen before. So that <laughs> are, is, are that you think they've never seen before because well, the you know, internet, that's not my responsibility yeah. to, to, you know, make that judgment for them. Right. So yeah. I rather just err on the side of caution and make sure that everyone is an adult. This cycle, we had a lovely young model come to our casting and as she was walking, I knew she was not 18 
you know, mm-hmm. and I asked her and she was like, no, I'm 16, but my mom is here. And, you know, she was, I wound up having to tell, having to tell her, we'll see you in two years. And, you know, when you turn 18, when you're legal, um, we'll, we'll see you back. But um, yeah, it, it, it's been interesting. And that's crucial because, you know, if you've been in this business long enough, you've been, um, you know, people have offered you many of things, crazy things. Um, There was nothing actually strange in the entertainment industry when, you know, certain entertainers who now are locked up when their mothers were bringing them to the entertainer, nothing new there, but it's then 30 years later, somebody will then make a case on you. (laughs) So yeah, if, if, you know, so... (laughs) Absolutely. You know, you, listen, we are, and I'm glad, I'm, I'm so glad you brought this up though, because we are, we are a show run by women, right? I, I, I don't know all of the other shows. I think, you know, one of the other shows are, you know, have, are mixed, but we are a show run by women and we are very sensitive to the fact that we have to protect our models in the back of house. Um, we have, photographers that we work with that are male and you know we're going to give them prime positioning on the risers but in terms of back of house we are saying listen we need females back there um taking pictures because women will be innately sensitive to the images that they capture and how they capture them in back of house and also there's a, a freedom of movement back there. So we just want to protect the models and make sure that everyone feels comfortable and feels protected. So that's how we are planning and organizing that this year. You know, this is how I know when I'm getting aged, because it used to be when you wanted to, I I dealt with magazines and, you know, covers and the models and all that back, like when I was in uni. And you would think like getting the females would be a safeguard. Now we're finding, you know, there's females now who are locked up for grooming and trafficking. And so you say, how do you protect yourself in a world where you really don't know who is good and who is bad? Um, what are some of the safe, besides that, what are some of the safeguards, you know, contracts, do you do video contracts to make sure that, you know, you're protecting yourself even, uh, you know, you, the models you got, but to protect you, uh, you know, what's the steps of that? Because a lot of folks with OnlyFans and different things are just doing stuff, not understanding yeah. there's laws that you need to, you know, follow. Yeah, I mean, well, you have the paperwork, you have waivers and and things of that nature. We have security um, and we have, you know, limited access, badge access. So not you have to have a protocol set up to um, make sure that nobody who's back, no, nobody who isn't supposed to be in back of house is in back of house. Um, And you have security and obviously we're not hiring the models, the designers are hiring the models. And so um, we have taken steps with our paperwork to make sure that we're covered, but we also have a protocol in place in terms of limited access and security, you know, the appropriate security. Okay, and that's very important um, over here, just dealing with like personal life and, you know, and the casting couch is still a real thing. And we've had guests here who have divulged, whether some have by force, some by choice. And I like to let the audience know because everybody wants to be in this entertainment thing. It looks so fun. Um, can yeah. you tell the people- It looks fun. It's, it's, it's a wild ride. Uh, it's fun, <laughs> it's fun is what it is. 
the day after the event, the, the night of the event, it becomes fun. Until then, it's, it's a lot of work. It's, it's, a, it's a happy grind, but it's a grind. But they also think that it's like a get rich quick. And you've already said the years that you've put in. Can you talk about when you started? I know everybody thought you were probably local in La Cabeza and, you know, just 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 crazy to start something. You have to be crazy. You have to be crazy to do this. And, you know, I've accepted that. I've accepted that I'm willing to do things that others won't to one day live like how others can't. That is my motto about my life and the choices that I make. Um, but you mentioned the get rich quick. It is not. It is not. There are many sleepless nights. There are many hungry days. There are many hours and minutes when you make gambles and trade-offs about, okay, I can do this, but I can't do that. Um, one thing about being a show of color run by women is, you know, it's a challenge, you know, getting sponsors on board. It, it's a challenge, you know, proving the ROI. It's a challenge proving that we can do the, that we can do it even. So um, it's not glamorous at all. I mean, at the end of the day, we're doing a production, but there are people who are dependent on this production to succeed. So I, you know, getting in it, I wasn't sure. I, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I had an entrepreneur entrepreneurial mindset. I wanted the freedom that being an entrepreneur gave me. I knew that there were trade-offs that I would have to make. And over the years, I have made them. But I feel in the end, they will all be worth it. Um, is it hard? Yes, it's hard. It's, it's, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But if it's something that other people want to do, I encourage you people to go after their goals, their dreams. And if their dreams don't scare them, then they're not dreaming big enough. I mean, to me, it's worth it when you attain that goal. And I'm lucky enough that I have finally gotten a team of people that I can trust, who I can rely on, who are there um, in the low times, who don't abandon you. Um, that That is critical to get through the darker times and not just the fair weather, sunny people who come show up and, and, and happy to take pictures in front of the step and repeat, but are not there when you're grinding it out, trying to, you know, trying to make things happen. So with that said, I have to mention, um, I am being, I'm here today at PS Social. They're a brand partner of ours. They let us use their co-working space, their podcast room that I am in right now. Um, they are a great location, a friend to the brand. We've held two castings here, one a physical and one a virtual. And they are a fashion content house and as well as a co-working space. They have all the tech that you need and it's a great event space. So I love it. And I also want to thank the, the sponsors who have come on board to support us, Van Kirk, Van Kirk and Sons Pools and Spas. Um, I want to shout out Rod Jonas. Um, thank you. And to our host, Wes Saunders, who uh, made the initial introduction. I'm very grateful to them and happy that they are one of our friends that we have this year. Um, Uncle Nearest, a um, whiskey company who's also owned by um, two Black African-American women. And um, they have been with us since year one. So um, shout out to Jamal Giles, who has 
year after year been very supportive and we're thrilled to have that brand. This year we're welcoming Smart Water and Minute Maid Agua Frescas as well and Tito's. Um, Tito's has also been with us since year one. So we are just really happy um, that we have our sponsors and our brand partners um, on board. And we're just excited to keep growing and keep expanding as things move on. I love it. I love you that you shouted those people out and, you know, PSO show, let that be another place you guys can go and, you know, get your podcast. Follow them. Follow them. Yeah. PS Social Miami on, yeah. on IG. I see it. I see it. And um, I definitely will, will check them out again. If I would have known you were there, I would have made the little quick to go to Miami. I'm part of the Miami-Dade uh, chamber, uh, the best oh. chamber in the state of Florida. And it's not the only chamber I'm a part of, but I, I tell people it's the most organized, most beneficial. Um, I would have I would have definitely considered coming down there for this one. Can you tell the, the people, um, you know, when they get there, of course, you know, you have security, you have whiskey, and I, I love the Black-owned brands. Um, what else can they expect? Can they buy some, you know, and try some things on? Um, are, are there going to be any, you know, virtual AI stuff to make some of us who are 200 pounds, maybe look slimmer. So we have abs. What else can they expect? And of course, again, links will be in the description, you guys, because they have a YouTube and everything you can see on social, but just kind of describe it the yeah. only way you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for the VIP experience, they'll walk in through the main entrance of the um, Bass Museum and they will step into um, a fairy experience. It is going to be elegant and beautiful. We have um, two designers who are also artists. I've mentioned Jess Marquez and Kafir Moyle. Um, they are integrating their art with their designs as well. And so they will have art displayed throughout the museum. The museum also has installations that you know, are available to, for viewing. Additionally, um, there will be a panel discussion during the cocktail hours or the doors open about sustainability in fashion. So um, I don't know if you're aware, but I have learned that fashion is only second to the fuel industry in terms of carbon emission. And to me that just, I was blown away by that. Um, and there are a lot of reasons for that. And we're going to have a discussion about what to do with that, how that affects brands. Um, our charity is, we, we are benefiting a charity. We have a digital auction that will benefit Big Blue and You. Big Blue and U.S. Charter is to clean the oceans and have a cleaner environment for a better world. So they're going to be a part of that discussion. Um, you know, there, there will be welcome drinks from the bar. So for the first 45 minutes, there's that conversation as people arrive and get acquainted with the layout. As I explained before, the runway um, goes through three different galleries in the museum, and it's all connected through monitors and, and um LED screen. So no matter where you sit, you'll be able to see the full runway. It's going to be really amazing. And so that's one way that we are using tech to uh, make our experience enrich, to enrich the experience. Additionally, yeah. Additionally, the live stream that we have, um, we are going to be live on Facebook and I believe YouTube as well. 
So anyone from around the world will be able to log in and see the show from Miami. So that is something that, you know, everybody would love to see a fashion week right? A fashion week show, an official show. And a lot of people can go. Now we have people who are lucky enough to be in Miami, who are going to be able to buy tickets and sit front row and have that experience. But people who are in Asia or Africa or Europe or South America, they can literally log into Facebook, their Facebook account, and click the link from our events page and be able to experience our show. So we're excited to be able to use tech in that way. And we are looking um, for future to use um, Web3 in terms of the live stream experience where we'll have like a 3D VR experience. That's to come down the road as things develop. But right now we are definitely um, using tech. And you asked about if they would be able to buy clothes and things of that nature. Um, I mentioned that we have a charity, um, and a digital auction that is benefiting the charity. One of, a few of our designers have put things in the auction. They have donated items in the auction. Fleet, one of our major brands, um, is, she has done an entire collection of NFTs. And so when you buy that NFT, you get a customized suit, you get, um, entrance to her New York Fashion Week show and another Fashion Week show, plus a dinner experience. Um, she has packed it full of value. So there are different ways to experience it. And you don't have to be present to bid in the auction. And the auction is live So um, right now. So anyone could go on the URL. It's on our website as well. There's a button that you just click. It'll take you to the site. And you can see all the different collections. And she, her 2023 collection, is named after different um, locales. Like she has Guadalupe, Mauritius. Um, I think there's a Miami one. They're, they're named after different either Caribbean um, islands or cities that are exotic locations. I love it. So um, yeah, I definitely encourage people to go to our website, swimweekmiami.net and poke around look at the buttons and you can buy tickets directly from our homepage there, but check us out and see what we're about. And um, if you are moved to bid to help out Big Blue and You, I must add that they get um, a minimum of 40% of the proceeds, not 10%, not 20%, but 40% of the proceeds will go to benefit Big Blue and You. So um, if you are about conservation and clean oceans, and this is a cause that you find worthy, then please do log on and poke around see if there's anything you like. You might, you know, see a bathing suit that will be custom made to your body. Um, for me, I love that. I, I said, a, what is, uh, you've just mentioned a, a, a big one, a major one, but my signature question is, what is a community give back that you're doing or one that you would like to do in the future? Maybe there's something else you can expound on. Yeah, okay. So obviously Big Blue and You is um, a worthy cause, something that I personally care about. You know, I don't like our plastic consumption. I try, like it, it's not easy to be completely green, but I do make attempts. So we feel very proud to have them as a partner. The charity is run by, it, it, the 
charity is um, chaired by an African-American woman and their brand ambassador is Danny Washington. She's also African-American. And so again, we are partnered with people who look like us and reflect our values as well. And I love that for us. Um, an, another worthy cause that I am, I would love to champion is, you know, veterans and amputees and helping them. You know, there was a charity that I was talking to earlier in the cycle that they actually help um, amputees and they work with designers who make clothes for um, veterans who have lost a limb due to their service. And that was something that I never even thought about before um, that, you know, they have to have special clothes made for them to get in and out of and, you know, have snaps instead of, you know, zippers or see not you know pants that don't snap open and things like that um so i i think that that is a worthy cause as well i mean i am always partnered with a charity last year we um highlighted valerie navarette and her favela miami charity she does a lot of work with the homeless on my, miami beach and so we were very happy and proud to work with her in the first cycle we worked with silent victims of crime and we um championed that that charity which is you know 27 years old and what they do is they work with the children of the incarcerated to make sure that they don't repeat that cycle so i think all of those um issues that were mentioned are equally important and they all deserve to um, have a moment of awareness and you know educate the public about what they do and raise funds for them and I look to continue the um the habit of in working with a charity every cycle to bring awareness to different issues I used to be a, a social issues reporter um, when I was at the Tennessean doing news journalism many moons ago. Um, so this is something that has always been near and dear to my heart is raising awareness about issues in our community that need more attention. So I just look forward to being able to continue to do that. Well, I love it. Let business grow for you, 10X and all that. But you know, the next um, phase um, in this thing, when you go from, you know, writing, politics, business, entrepreneur, it's either you're going to run for office and write a book, run for office, or, you know, I'm saying run for office. You have, you have very, very nice ambition. Um, and we need some more um, honest um, politicians if there's such a thing. But I, I just throw that out there. Our own arrest. Yeah, right? That is not me. I'm definitely a behind the scenes type person. You know, I, I as I mentioned, I worked for um, Senator Hill and I was great running the campaign. I was great being the public information officer. I do not want to be out in front. Um, I like to work from behind the scenes. I'm a great glue kind of person um, in the background. Even doing stuff like this, I do it because I have to, not because I love being out front and center. Um, I absolutely don't, but it's necessary. However, um, you know, I feel like I can champion those types of issues from the position that I have, you know? So my broader ambition is to just grow this, continue to make a difference, create memorable events and remove barrier of access for people who look like me, who have backgrounds like I have into spaces where people don't expect to see us. I mean, we are really disrupting what goes on during fashion week. We are breaking all of those rules, all of the things that, you know, are 
establishment decorums, we're breaking them. You know, we have a host, we have, you know, a DJ, we have a cocktail hour. Most fashion shows are very, you know, straightforward in terms of business. They have DJs, but the DJ is there for the run of show, not like an entertainment person. So we have two hosts. We have a host and a co-host, um, former um, NFL player, Wes Saunders, and TikTok and Twitch sensation, Summer Drew. Um, she represents the Gen represents the Gen Z market. Um, they are going to introduce our show, do our welcome, talk about our sponsors, um, let people know what our charity is, what our charity is about. So um, that is something that is very different when it comes to fashion shows. You don't see that. We have a program um, that everybody will receive. So it is definitely an industry show, but it's an industry show that is breaking all the rules and I like that. I like that we're here to disrupt the norm and make way for the new and make way for people who might not have an opportunity to participate in something like this if we didn't exist. You guys been blessed with the game. Let them know one more time where they can find tickets and where to find you um, for all the greatness that you're going to do. Like me, they probably want to be on your mailing list. Absolutely. Please, please go to our website and um, it is swimweekmiami.net. You can follow us at Pure Face Swim on IG. Um, so swimweekmiami.net, that's us. And you can buy tickets from our homepage and you can, we have a contact form there that you could fill out to get on our mailing list. Awesome, so awesome. Just poke around, have fun on IG. It is Pure Face Swim. And you guys have been blessed by the game. Now it's your turn. You have to make sure you share this game with somebody. It will change their life. Be blessed, y'all. about visiting Africa? Which African country were you interested in? Kenya, Nigeria, Uganda, South Africa, Ethiopia? Which country are you interested in? My good friend, Kellen Cash Coleman, came up with a course called My First Trip to Africa that'll guide you through this process. It's only $20, and in this course, you'll learn about passports, visas, vaccinations that you need before you go there, as well as a budget, uh, how much the trip is gonna cost. He also talks about what you should pack, uh, what you should take with you, how you should travel on a budget. Did you know that 100 US dollars is worth 1,000 South African rand and over 10,000 Kenyan shillings? So imagine what you can do with $100 back home. I say back home because I'm from Sudan, I'm African, I already know how it's like. I know that, you know, when you convert Canadian and American money, it goes a long way when you're traveling across Africa. So if you're curious, um, if, if Africa is a place that you've always wanted to go, 
always want to move there, Kellen Cash is the person to ask. Check out the course, there's a little preview you can listen to um, before you actually purchase it. If you're interested in this course, visit www.diversifiedgame.com. Don't miss out.